Hi, and welcome to another episode of Soul Searcher with Natalie Brown. Today I'm joined by a beautiful woman called Georgie Kono. And Georgie came to me roughly about 18 months ago. And she came to me not knowing where she wanted to go in life, what she wanted to do. She felt really depressed and she didn't really understand what was going on with her. Georgie is a beautiful example of how quickly people can transform when they're ready to change. And she is a beautiful example of how quickly you can start doing what you love doing when you are ready to step into alignment with your soul purpose. So I'm really excited to talk to Georgie today and we share a little bit more about her journey and how things panned out for her. Welcome yeah. to this Thank beautiful you. episode. And so today we're going to be talking about Georgie's journey, um, how it all started for her and really just talking about where she is now. And we did a beautiful Reiki upgrade for her recently and we want to talk about Ascension Energy and the energy that is coming through right now, which is a really high vibrational energy, which is helping people to move out of this denser energy, out of the current reality into a state of more flow, a state of more joy and more happiness. So tell me about a little bit about your journey. Where did it all start for you? Where did you realize that things weren't going the way it should be? Not that long ago. Would have been about three years, uh, two years ago. Mm. So about a year, mum passed. And about a year after mum passed, I hit rock bottom and mm. was depressed, completely overwhelmed with life, basically. And I wasn't functioning at all, and I, I kind of hit the point where the tiniest, tiniest things would set me off, and I'd just lose the plot. And, um, and got to the point of thinking, what seriously is wrong with me? And knew that I couldn't carry on like that, so I had to do something. Yeah. Yeah, reach breaking point, basically. I was yeah. a ticking time bomb. Mm. And... Um, yeah, needed to make some changes. Yeah, and I think a lot of people come to that point in their life where they realize or they feel, you know, that what they are at that point is no, no longer working for them. Yeah. And so they Definitely. go, I can't do this anymore, but they don't know where to start or they just kind of move further into depression and anxiety. Yeah. And so what is it that, what was your first shift? What happened? Um... I remember asking my husband, what is wrong with me? Mm. Because my moods were ping-ponging all over the place. Um, I'd have completely random mood changes for no reason. And, um, and just everything felt out of control. I wasn't, I wasn't keeping the house in order. I was losing the plot with the kids when it wasn't their fault. And I was aware of all this. And I just got to the point where I couldn't kind of carry on like that. That was not an option anymore. I had to do something. And my first point of call was... Because I, I was doing exercise. I wasn't unaware, you know. I was doing exercise and I was eating well. I wasn't eating badly. Um, but it wasn't helping anymore. Those kind of things weren't helping anymore. So my first point of call was um, a GP. Mm. Because I knew I was probably depressed, even yeah. though it had never been labelled. I've, I've had it before. 
and um, and I thought I'd better get my bloods checked to see where my hormone levels and things like that were. Mm. So I went and saw my GP and already knew that I didn't want any drugs or anything like that. Needed to deal with this holistically. Um, but really I just went for the blood test, which only came back with low iron and no mm. other indications. Um, so she suggested counselling because of mum's passing. She knew it would be grief. And I went for three, three counselling sessions where I had two big realisations. One was, um, one, I just, the first one, I just needed to get a lot of stuff out. You know, obviously about mum, I got really upset and did lots of talking, which I'd obviously been holding in because there have been family problems and things like that as well. That was just kind of stacking on top. <clears throat> and then the second realisation in the second session was that I just was had the most massive expectations of myself that would never be... Um, would never be even possible for anybody to do, let alone mm. um, me. And that realisation for me was really big. Um, and that I needed to change the way I was thinking. Yeah. And kind of... At the third kind of counselling session, she was kind of telling me things that I was already doing and I already kind of knew, and she she also suggested you probably don't need any more sessions, so I didn't. I didn't go back after that. I felt it was enough. And then I had, um, I qualified for a uh, three-set session on in a float tank for mental health. I told her all about how I was feeling and and um, she offered me these three free floats, <laughs> which were amazing because one of the things I didn't have it was stillness. There was no stillness in life. It was just chaotic and in a float tank. You can't do anything but um, float in darkness and just have peace and quiet. And it was amazing. Yeah, I've never yeah. experienced those times. <laughs> yeah. I would love to do it again, unfortunately. She's she's closed. but mm. um, And that's when I think I started processing and started changing my thoughts mm. and being more open to things around me. Yeah. Yeah. Just ready for change, I guess. Yeah. yeah, so it was almost like the universe was knocking at the door going, you know, this is my time now, mm-hmm. I'm ready to move on and yeah, really become this person that I'm meant to be. And I'm, yeah, and I think a lot of people have that. They have that point where they, they reach the point in their life where they just go, enough is enough. Yeah. you know enough is enough and what happened in your life after that to help you so you had that first realization mm. and so where did you move on from there what happened after that to be able to help you shift into what you are doing now because the work you're doing now is amazing <laughs> thank you <laughs> I'm pretty much sure I met you after that <laughs> did you? Yeah. that one of those first sessions where you we're explaining kind of how the world works, how the universe works, and how we create our lives and and where we come from and how things how everything fits together in the big puzzle of life. And when you told me that I had gifts as a healer was just um it was like coming home. Mm-hmm. It just felt so right. Because coming from a very sceptical, kind of scientifically minded, which is how I I've been most of my life and not wanting to get sucked into those, you know, mm. airy fairy things was kind of how I was brought up. 
Yeah. However, always being attracted to all of it, especially crystals. I've always had mm. crystals since I was little. And um and finally just being able to go, actually, okay, there's a lot in this. Yeah. And I need to open my eyes and, and accept it, which I did really easily. I found it so easy. Yeah. And it was literally just like coming home. Because obviously I've been longing <laughs> longing for it for such a long time and knew it deep down. Yeah. yeah. And it's that inner wisdom that yes. keeps knocking <laughs> that says, open up this door, I want to get out. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I find it very... Ever since then, mm-hmm. I have found it very easy to just say yes, basically. Yeah. And know that when something's right, you feel that little spark inside or that little flutter mm-hmm. of something feeling right yeah. and just, yes, just saying yes mm-hmm. to it. It's really important. I think the main thing for me was when I started my journey as well was to have the realization that there's nothing wrong with me. Mm. Um, and that all the feelings that I was feeling the sensitivities I had, the crazy thoughts, the up and down mood swings and things like that, you know. So actually that reminds me, before I had met you, you posted an empath post and that was was the light bulb moment. Okay. Where I went, ah, okay. Because you know I was asking that question, what was wrong with me? Yeah. That just put everything in my life into place of why everybody always said I was oversensitive and why... I felt all these things and I couldn't watch the news because I burst into tears or mm. Nick wouldn't tell me something that awful that had happened because he knew I'd take it on board and all those crazy things that were happening at that time. Yeah. It's been quite a long time I haven't done that. Yeah, that was part of the overwhelm. And to find out that I was an empath mm. and that, that, yeah, as you said, there's nothing wrong with me and there were other people like me out there. Absolutely. was phenomenal. And it's it's like we're like sponges, right? Mm. I mean, you would have experienced this as well. It's like we're just walking sponges for taking on energy from other people, from even planetary energy, anything, you know, um, that's shifting within the universe. We can feel it. We can, we embody it. We take it on. And when you don't know how to deal with it or understand it or have an awareness of mm. it, it's so much more difficult to be able to shift it. Yeah. And well, you now, think it's you think mm. it's your own fault. You think there's something wrong with you. Yeah, you absolutely. Yeah. And I feel that's why a lot of people are struggling these days so much with depression, anxiety, and the suicide rates are so much higher as well. I'm not just putting it down to that, obviously, but mm. I'm also feeling like people are not understanding themselves. They're not you know going into that deeper place and going actually how am I feeling how am I experiencing this when I'm with someone do I feel worse or do I feel better through being able to understand empathy or being an empath we are able to unlock so much more wisdom within us right definitely yeah definitely and um and your spiritual path I mean, it was amazing that realization that yes, I'm an empath. Yes, there's nothing wrong with me. Yes, I have up and down days, and it's okay to have up and down days, and it's okay to feel other people's emotions. It's yeah. okay to um, sit next to someone and feel like you can feel their pain in your body, right? Yeah. Totally. And even now, with what's going on in the Amazon as well. There is a real sense, and especially for me this week, it's been incredibly um, apparent that I can feel pain and hurt within my body. And I 
had to sit and ask what, where that's coming from. I was like, well, am I, what am I doing to myself? Was the yoga too much or, <laughs> you know, yeah. am I putting myself or too much strain on my body? And then I realized, well, this doesn't feel physical. It feels physical, but it feels like it's coming from an energetic source. And so as we are ascending, we are becoming more sensitive to even more of the energies, to earth energies. And I really feel that at the moment what's happening in the Amazon is that we as sensitives and empaths can feel the hurt. Mm. And the earth will regenerate. She will regenerate. Yeah, yeah Mama Earth yeah. will regenerate. Um, but we're almost like going through the motions with her. And it's the only way we're going to be able to shift what's going on now is to send healing to the planet, send mm. healing to, you know, put healing into the earth and also put healing into ourselves and just send so much love out yeah. to the world. Talk to me about your journey as a healer, how that has moved, how that shifted your awareness and your reality for you. Um, well, it's been knocking on the door for quite a while before I actually answered it <laughs> because I did my first Reiki treatments in 2001. I didn't really use them. And then I did them again when I was pregnant with Indy, so 2012. Mm. And kind of did a little bit on me and Nick, but not much. Mm either not really practiced and then finally did obviously my instruments with you and then I had to start practicing in order to take my masters and that's when um I really started to grow as a healer and mm -hmm. become more sensitive and aware of of how the person on the table is healing themselves yeah yeah it is such a beautiful modality Reiki isn't it yeah. I like I use it in everything I say I don't practice it much but I do I use it constantly every mm. day yeah, my cup of tea or my shower or bath yeah. or the spa or, or my crystals or my cat. <laughs> and that's the thing is, you you also we didn't even mention you put Reiki into your crystal bracelets yeah. that you then pass on to other people. So those people receive the healing yeah. that's coming through those bracelets as well, which is amazing. Let's move on to this beautiful ascension energy that's, like I said, that's coming down that has been coming down for quite a while i mean since 2012 we have seen massive shifts in the universal energies and um as you know i talk a lot about moving from third dimension up to fifth dimension so georgie has a little while ago spirit i i was kind of between a rock and a hard place whether <laughs> i was going to continue teaching reiki whether i was going to continue um with Reiki as a modality and the reason for that was because I'm bringing in a new modality and I thought that I was supposed to do another modality which would not work with Reiki and then Spirit said to me no Reiki just needs an upgrade <laughs> <laughs> and I was like yay and it was so interesting because when I felt like I needed to stop doing Reiki it felt so out of alignment with who I was what I was it just felt didn't feel right for me and then as soon as that message came through from spirit it was just like oh thank goodness I there is now a way for me to help people bring in this ascension energy even more so through Reiki and it um it was beautiful so the other day we we did a session yep. the first session ever <laughs> which was incredible and after the retreat, I thought, oh my goodness, yeah. spirit's going to bring the energy. <laughs> <laughs> also, Georgie and I was at a retreat together over 
a weekend over the weekend and oh my gosh it was amazing it was just incredible yeah. so we were just quickly telling you a little bit more about it so we were doing some breath work um and after the breath work session actually all day that morning spirit showed me that we needed to stand in a circle and hold hands and we needed to hold our hands out and then a person stands in the middle of the circle and then we send healing to that specific person whatever they wanted to have healed and the whole day it was almost like spirit was getting more and more excited and more excited because I could feel myself getting more excited as well and after the breath work man the energy when women come together is just so powerful so powerful it felt like electricity. I, I mean, it's not even electricity. It's just the surge of raw, raw yeah. power that just, fl- you know, flows through your body. And it was interesting because Deb said to me, she said to me right in the beginning, she said, are oh, you going to channel your guide? Because she <laughs> said to me afterwards, one of your guides came, it almost sounded like one of your guides came through. You were very childlike and kind of almost dancing around in the beginning. And I was like, I didn't think about it that way. But anyway, Spirit was very excited to bring through this energy. So after we experienced that energy and there was beautiful healing that went around mm. the circle, I was like, oh my gosh, Spirit's going to bring the energy. <laughs> so <laughs> it's almost like that picture, and I know always say there's like that picture from, like Darth Vader, you know, when the, when the power surge comes out of your hands, but it wasn't quite like that. No. It was the most... It was peaceful and calm beautiful, and gentle. Gentle, yeah. wasn't it? It yeah. was just so loving. I think that's the word yeah. to describe it. Yeah. So tell us more about the session <laughs> and what happened during the session. What did you experience? Um, so I was just lying down with my eyes closed and relaxing. And um, and just felt so incredibly peaceful and calm, and as you say, just that unconditional love, that feeling that, of bliss that comes with that, is what I just was soaking in. I had a few like colours moving in front of my eyes. My hands were tingly. I do remember that. And um, I did jump when your guide started talking but that's all right that was just because it had been so quiet beforehand yeah it was really quiet and then you started talking um well not you your guy <laughs> just for the listeners to yeah. understand what happened as um over the last three months i've been feeling like basically bringing or channeling through a guide and i understand that this guide is um a red indian guide i've been shown he told me his name was Sea Eagle and there's also Pocahontas, which was very funny, but anyway. <laughs> and we basically, during the Ascension Energy, um, during the Reiki upgrade, this channeled guide came through and spoke in an ancient language that helps bring in the light code that, will, that basically brings in the energy to help Georgie then move her vibration up. That, that's why she's saying she jumped when I started speaking in a different language. Um, <laughs> and this is just, yeah, me channeling my guide. So there we go. <laughs> it's nice. It's nice. I felt the energy and I felt the heat coming out of your hands. Mm. And, um, and I felt my throat chakra clear as well. Amazing. Completely dissipated. It felt a lot freer because it felt a little, a little bit tight to begin with and then it just all 
it all eased and went. Mm. Yeah, it lifted, which was lovely. Mm. Serene, that was a word. Yeah. Say, but serene. Mm. And for me, it was interesting because I felt when I was doing the... um. They don't want me to call it the upgrade because it's not an upgrade. It's not like you are, it's technology. you know, like what's that movie with a robot where you get upgraded? It's not like that at all. It's just this beautiful, gentle um, feeling of so much love. And, and, you know, it's almost like you are shifting the way I, it felt for me was it wasn't hard at all to be able to bring this energy through. Mm. It wasn't, it was so easy just to, and I just completely was guided by my guides at the time. And it felt like it was love. It felt yeah, like it was it the energy of love yeah. that was being brought through. And when I was kind of channeling the guide and I was moving my hands around, I could really feel the energy, not like, Reiki when you when you do Reiki you can really feel the energy being pulled from someone else yeah it was almost like I was just bringing it in and just almost moving it over your body nice. um and it was beautiful yeah yeah so what other realizations did you have after the session yeah so that was it was a lot more so when I eventually sat up and opened my eyes which I didn't want to do <laughs> so I was in such a nice place um <laughs> My, it just felt like my sort of peripheral vision was so much wider and brighter mm. and everything was vivid, a lot more vivid. The colours, the feeling of things, um, a feeling of like openness. My heart like centre was massively open mm. and um, and just bliss basically. Yeah. Yeah. When I was driving back actually to go and get Indy afterwards, um, I said to you, I think, that I felt like um, Neo, like in that moment of the Matrix, <laughs> <laughs> where everything slows down, yeah. and, he, and he has this realisation that he can change the Matrix. And it literally felt like things, and still, it still is, the things that have slowed down, mm-hmm. even though I'm just as busy as I am normally with the kids and things like that. But it feels like, it literally feels like things have slowed down in order for me to be able to respond instead of react Mm. which is amazing especially with the kids I've really noticed a massive difference where um, even though I was aware of it before I'm much more careful in making sure that I take the time to respond instead of reacting Mm. and it doesn't take any more time but it feels like time slowed down when that happens does that make sense? yeah absolutely And the same with, with kind of talking to Nick as well. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting one. Because um, obviously my throat chakra is cleared and a lot more is coming out than it used to. So <laughs> <laughs> that makes it an interesting conversation. I'm sure it does. I would love to be a fly on the wall for that one. <laughs> um, but that's good. It's just an amazing kind of opening an openness and a being able to feel, mm. actually truly feel, yeah. which for 38 years I've been trying not to feel because <laughs> yeah. I wasn't aware of, mm-hmm. of what I was doing so yeah to be able to feel again and, and feel that unconditional love and gratitude and amazingness about life basically oh that's beautiful mm. 
And I think, you know, for those that don't understand how this ascension energy works, when we, we move from third dimension even to fourth dimension and up to fifth dimension and higher, in the fifth dimensional energy, there is co-creation, collaboration, there is peace and love. And whatever used to bother you in the third dimension mm. or even in the fourth dimension, because in the fourth dimension, you still have shadow and light. Yeah. Okay, so as you're working through your way to get up to the fifth dimension. Um, and in that fifth dimension, you get to a place where the things that used to bother you and bug you and irritate you no longer bothers you anymore. Yeah. And it's almost like you see the world in a very, very different way. And you just feel that you can now approach things with so much more love and kindness and open-heartedness and step more into a space of wholeheartedness, I suppose. Yeah, definitely. You know, where you just have that beautiful acceptance energy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Accepting things. Yeah. And, um, and knowing that. If, you, if there are things that you need to change, you can change, and it's easy to do. It's not mm, hard. Yeah. Nothing's hard. It's simple. Yeah. We make it too complicated. Totally. <laughs> and, you know, there are moments we are humans. Mm. There are moments where yeah. we still move up and down. And But now that you've gone through this ascension or experienced this ascension energy or this upgrade, like Spirit didn't want me to use that <laughs> word upgrade, but this upgrade, you will feel... It's so much more when you're actually moving down into a lower vibration mm. energy. and But it's almost like you have the tools now to be able to move up. So yeah. if you had to, to the listeners, if you had to give them like one little message that really helped them or could help them move forward and move out of struggle and what would you tell them? Um... I would say that it doesn't matter where you are and whatever is going on or how bad things feel, that there's always hope. Mm. And there's always a thing that you can do to change things, even if it's the tiniest thing. Because the tiniest things always lead to the bigger ones, yeah. the bigger changes. There's always, always something you can do mm. to make things better, move them in a better direction and to to improve things. Life is beautiful. Mm. When you... When you care to see the the beautiful things around you, the light, the abundance, the joy, when you care to take a moment and step into that space where you, there is awareness of what's going on around you, okay, mm-hmm. you have you can get so much beautiful or beauty that comes out of that for you. Yeah. And it's not all doom and gloom. Yeah. And unfortunately, um, society and parents and you know grandparents or maybe school or whatever teachers have dictated things to be a certain way however we are definitely moving out of that like a speed of light okay yeah. that's all I can that's say and my journey's been epically fast yeah it's been 18 months yeah and the that's, transformation yeah. that I've seen happen in you is just incredible from that moment that I've met you which was 18 yeah. months ago roughly <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. to be able to see you transform in such a way but like it was in the beginning small steps and then all of a sudden it just opened yeah. up to so much more and you do become this person that just wants to learn yeah. all sorts of a things for knowledge you know at the moment. Yeah. yeah just the th- yeah. that's it that's the right words a thirst for knowledge yeah. and and then 
you come to a place because I've been there where you have to slow down and where you go have to go okay yeah, this is to... I'm okay now yeah I'm okay now I don't need more knowledge right now I just need to integrate reflect yeah. and take on board and all be... those beautiful things yeah. It's certainly been an incredible journey to watch your transformation and mm. to just be with you, you know, during your ups and your downs. Yeah. And there's definitely been more ups than downs. Yeah. Definitely. Especially late. For people that are listening, the this new beautiful energy that is, that's helping us raise our vibration. It's nothing to be scared of. It's nothing to oh, be gosh, no. worried about. It will change the way you look at yourself, yes, but yeah. in a better way, right? Yeah. It's going to change um, your relationships with people, but for the better. It's going to yeah. change how you love yourself and how you love others so much, you know, in a different yeah. way, but better. So there's nothing to be worried about. You know, everyone's talking about 5G and 5D, and, and it's very confusing sometimes. Yeah, it is. But it's nothing to be afraid of because what we think and what's in our minds we create in our own reality yeah and the more you can step into this awareness of what is possible for you mm, and choosing you yeah. have choices you always have a mm. choice yeah absolutely yeah is there anything else that you want to talk about about your journey and um Maybe give some golden nuggets. Well, I definitely knew the few things that I needed to start where I needed to start because it can be a bit of a pickle. Like when you're at the bottom, where do you start on what you want to change in the first place? And I had a long-standing knowledge that I certainly didn't love myself mm. and I knew I needed to start there. And I had a lot of heart healing that needed to happen. Um, and unless you do love yourself or know that you're worthy of love um there's not there's not much there's nowhere else to go until you you can get a handle on that you can't fully love other people completely unless you love yourself or give give to help other people either at the same mm. time filling your cup so definitely if you're a bit discombobulated by everything <laughs> like i was definitely um making some choices just to to learn how to love yourself and that self-care yeah. I mean 18 months in I'm still I'm still learning it it's a practice a lifetime practice mm. and those you know I was really good at looking after everybody else and not very good at looking after myself in so, fact I didn't do anything to look after myself so what did you do much. more recently to be able to learn to love yourself what what are the key things that really helped you um accepting that thinking about yourself is not selfish you know as a mum and as a wife um I grew up with a with a mum who was completely selfless and so grew up with the the belief that to think of yourself or to do anything for yourself before others was a selfish thing to do which is crazy because yeah. it's not and it's you're in a much better position to be there for your loved ones if you are also loving yourself at the same time mm yeah yeah absolutely. so that's it's really important it's like the one of the most important mm. things I that's think. beautiful yeah i've actually got goosebumps <laughs> um and what else what else helped you um so i also had a massive awareness that my throat chakra was really blocked because 
um, being constantly told that I was oversensitive and I was very quiet and I would only talk when when I thought I should say something. So that's been a big um, a big process for me as well. And that's lots of different things have happened happened to help that. I've had I've experienced sound healing. I've experienced a lady who did um actually I don't know what kind of massage she did, but she she cleared the chakras at the same time. And she t- she took a big block from when I was about four years old away. Mm-hmm. Um singing, just talking. Yeah. Um and my crystals, I always have ones on for communication. And um making noises basically. Being out there, being loud. Even yeah. if even if you're by yourself. That's yeah. when I do actually <laughs> nice. I sometimes do it with the kids. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and just making sound go through your mm-hmm. through your voice. Yeah. It's amazing. Because I'd never done it. And it's so freeing and, and liberating. That's yeah. amazing. I always say if you feel like, especially with this throaty thing that we've yeah. got going on at the moment, we're going to start <laughs> singing. Um, <laughs> but just sing, you know, stand yeah. wherever you are. Just just sing. Put on your favorite music and just sing or just let it come out and let it clear because the throat chakra is one of the biggest ones and one of the first ones really that get affected by, you know, us being shushed when, we, when we're children yeah. or being told, no, you know, you, children are only um uh, seen and not heard yeah. as such and you know that was very much in the old days when we were i'm talking about <laughs> what 30 <laughs> 38 years ago 30 maybe yeah, like 35 <laughs> years ago <laughs> so yeah this is this is something yeah. that our generation i feel struggle with a lot as mm. well and i'm not just saying it's our generation as such but especially our generation because it was still that kind of societal belief that children should just go play don't speak until you're spoken to exactly yeah Yeah. and so it's a beautiful way to be able to open that throat chakra is through singing talking and i remember georgie standing up at the tony robbins event (laughs) and speaking you know her truth and it is about speaking your truth being able to just let it all hang out as such definitely yeah and you always feel so much better afterwards Mm. but even if that even if those two things are really difficult just moving your body just trying to think of something really simple literally i have learned that just moving your body changes your energy because it moves your energy around your body obviously but until you think about that so dancing Mm -hmm. to your favorite like disco track and I, I try and do it every day I don't quite but the um the physical change will bring about about your mental change absolutely yeah every yeah. time you can't not possibly be happy when you're dancing around the room shaking it all out yeah there's only one way to go show me one person that's well actually I do dancing and crying and my husband always <laughs> like my husband says oh my gosh she's doing dancing and crying again but it's because it's such a powerful yeah way of releasing you know of re- yeah. being able to release like i put james ash's drums on oh, yeah. and like you know give it a good old shake this old vessel that i'm in <laughs> it just i remember one day i was dancing had my earphones on and i was i just had this massive release from my solar plexus and it was so healing that i couldn't just i just couldn't stop crying yeah but it was a beautiful release it wasn't like 
I'm, I'm the ugliest crier in the world. And my husband was just standing there <laughs> looking at me going, oh my goodness. You know, you've got to do these things. Yeah. You've got to, to be able to move through struggle. Struggle is something that is a choice. It's a choice that we have to remove and to release and to shift and to get rid of in so many yeah. different ways, okay? And struggle stands in the way of your dreams. So if you can do something like dancing or singing or breath work even, mm. you know, breath work is incredibly powerful. And I'm so grateful because Georgie actually introduced me I used to do a little bit of breath work, but you introduced me to that group that we went in yeah. and did the five-day challenge of breath work. And that's now we kind of, on the retreat, we were singing and we were, <laughs> you know, we were lying next to each other and doing breath work. And we were very much on the same or similar vibration yeah. um, through this breath work. And it's, it is so healing and yeah. clearing and it's that's beautiful. Amazing. Yeah. It's really amazing. <laughs> like I said, you, you didn't even realise how long you can actually get that note out. I know, it just kept going. Yeah. That it's was, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that cleared that cleared on the Tony Robbins. Mm. Yeah. When he he would always get us to stand up and make our sounds of joy. Yeah. Mine was really long. Yeah. Yeah. And Good. It just kept getting longer, and, longer. <laughs> and I do it in the car. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's the, all yeah. the running, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like expanded your lungs out because Georgie does crazy running. Uh, yeah. She's doing the Auckland Marathon, people. Yeah. So yeah, that's amazing. Oh my gosh. Um, I guess you know what? What other tips can we leave people with in terms of spirituality and? That spirituality, I think, I guess spirituality is is something that comes from deep within. It's who you are at your core. It's who you are, and you can't step away from that. You can't deny it because the more you actually move away from or want to move away from how you want to feel, which is in essence returning to love. Mm. Okay, the more challenges you'll have, the more you'll feel disconnected, you'll feel from your core self mm, and you'll and feel out of alignment. Yeah. Yeah, uncomfort. And that's what it is. Struggle mm. is discomfort. It's dis-ease. Mm. So that it helps you to shift more into that beautiful way of being love, yeah. returning to love, doing what you love. And there's no there's no right or wrong way. So when I started kind of um I think I went for books first when I started opening my eyes, books and and interviews of people who, who have written mm. spiritual books and things like that. Um, and I've always been, I was always quite, oh, am I doing it right? Same with my crystals, am I doing it right? Or rituals or things, that, all these new things that started coming in <laughs> that I started finding out about. And what I've come to learn is you can't actually do anything wrong at all. If it feels right for you, then that's the right thing to do. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. There's no right or wrong. No, um, you just go with the flow. Yeah, because one thing that I realized as well, that the right thing will always be sent, the right people will always be sent to you when you need them. And, you know, often we get lots of things at the same time and it's about when we do get or receive so much information because we want to expand, we want to learn more. Yeah, It's about going inside and going... What feels right for me? Does this feel right? Does that feel right? 
and not overwhelming us with too much spirituality, yeah. but actually sitting within that space of how or how is this going to help me move through what I need to move through right now, mm-hmm. okay? And how is this course, because there's a lot of stuff out there, and I think, there's I don't so know. so much what, stuff, and it just yeah. keeps getting more and more and more. I feel like Spirit's bringing through this right now, that it is important to share this with you guys, and there is so much out there around spirituality, around, you know, learning stuff, and I think it's really important that when you do, when you are bombarded by all this stuff, that you take a moment and you ask the question, how is this going to help me um, within my journey right now to take that next step forward? Because yeah. often we, we're not living in the now, right? We are looking to the future and we go, I want to be there. Yeah. I want to be this beautiful, amazing, healing person that earns a million dollars a year, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I want it now or yesterday. But... It doesn't happen like that. Our journey, and I always say this to my clients, our journey unfolds in ways behind the scenes that we can't even imagine. Mm. And we are onion layers. We have onion layers that, you know, as we move and shift, we peel the onion layers away. Yeah, definitely. Mm. To reveal the core of who we are. But that journey takes a while. And you've got to do the work. Yeah. You know, you, you'll probably find or you probably found throughout your journey that there's a lot of stuff out there that people can show you. Okay, but you yeah. have to do the work. Yeah, definitely. Um, you have to tune in to what's right for you mm. and not get too caught up with all the surface stuff because you can jump from one thing to the other. Which <laughs> 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 I have done. But um, yeah. And just sitting with things in a in a deeper way and how it resonates for you rather than um, oh, moving on to the next thing kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm being spiritual because I'm doing this and now I'm going to do this as well yep. kind of thing. Yeah. And um, having too many things to deal with and going, oh my gosh, I've got a 10-week or 8-week course that I'm dealing with here. Then I'm learning healing. You know, then I'm doing this and I'm with groups and... Something that I realized. Sounds like you're explaining me. (laughs) (laughs) It's that shiny object syndrome. It's almost like, oh my gosh, these are all shiny objects. I want them, I want them. But then it's like, oh my gosh, then I'm overwhelming. (laughs) Yeah, I'm overwhelming myself a little bit. Yeah, and I've learned, that's a lesson that I've just learned, literally. Yeah. Yeah. And something that showed up for me, especially at the retreat over the weekend, because I... I was searching for something you know, like I, you know, you, we all have levels of transformation and cycles of transformation that we go through. Yeah. And I am going through a cycle at the moment where I'm moving and shifting at such a rate that I feel like I'm about ten years ahead of where I was two months ago. Yeah. And so when I was at the retreat, I realized something. And it was a massive realization for me that I don't need all the things, Mm. okay? I don't need all the shiny objects. All I need are people around me and that connection. And that's all I craved, right? Mm. And so for me to go forward, I want to create more experiences where there is connection 
and then have those experiences within that connection or connection circle. Yeah. And I realized that I don't need all the shiny objects anymore. It's you move past it and you go, what is it? What do I want to do now? I want to be of service. In which way can I be of service? Through sharing more of me. And I already have all the wisdom within me. Yeah. Right? And I feel like we'll all get to that point where we realize that we don't need all this shiny objects around us and that we just can give so much more just being ourselves, just standing in our truth using our inner wisdom to Mm. be able to share well they're tools aren't they they're tools on the way yeah i think yeah Mm. i think we're gonna leave it that to there today this this conversation (laughs) has gone in many different directions so but georgie i wanted to say a huge thank you to you um for sharing your wisdom and for you know, sharing this journey together in a way where I've grown through you and as well, okay, mm-hmm. and I've grown through your journey. So mm-hmm. thank you so much for You're being able welcome. to, you know, for trusting. I think it's very important when you, and I want to say this, when you meet someone as a teacher, that you trust that person wholeheartedly, mm-hmm. yeah, that yeah. you feel that you resonate with that person so much and because they are on this journey with you for a long time, actually. Yeah, you know? um, I feel like often people, they sign up to courses and you know, like it's a six-week or five-week or whatever online course or five-day challenge, and then they're just being left mm. to go on their journey. And, yeah, sometimes people come across your, your path for a reason and a season, and that's fine. But a real teacher, a teacher that is with you. Mentor. Yeah. A mentor Mm -hmm. that is with you is worth their weight in gold, you know. Um, It's something that is, and and I learn, something that I learned, a lot of lessons I had to learn, (laughs) signing up to the wrong mentors and doing it because I believed that they could change me. And it wasn't because I wanted to change myself. I thought they could change me. Yeah. But I had to do all the work myself. <clears throat> yeah. So. Amazing. Thank you so much for your time. And your beautiful gifts that you're bringing to this world. I love it. Okay. Thank you so much. And thank until you. I speak to you again, have a beautiful day wherever you are. See ya. Bye.